<laughs> Welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where we look to empower and encourage real conversation amongst men everywhere by unpacking topics on self-help, philosophy, and business. Firstly, um, so welcome to everyone. <laughs> this is going to be an episode of Simple Minds, uh, Simple Minds podcast, and uh, but we thought we'd do it a little differently, given that we're all sitting at home and not really allowed to go anywhere. Um, especially Conrad, who's been quarantined for uh, what eleven days now. Day eleven. I was that that ahead of the curve that I checked into a hotel. In the, in the Himalayas, obviously. <laughs> all, all that is proof of is that you visit some dodgy places. <laughs> so you've been quarantined for a while, so that's um, good to go. But we, um, yeah, so hopefully this audio is going to come across all right, guys, for those listening. And um, yeah, I, I can already hear the audio is absolute rubbish. <laughs> if, if everyone watching TV in the background would just shut the fuck up, <laughs> that would be useful. Uh, but uh, yeah, here we are. So we're going to talk... Um, we're going to talk on mindset and challenging times. Um, it's challenging even our podcast, uh, which, which <laughs> sees us all sitting remotely and we usually enjoy sitting with one another um, and having a drink. So we thought, um, given that we're doing one crazy thing uh, using Zoom, why don't we do another crazy thing and invite some, um, some derelict members from the, uh, from the group. <laughs> resurrected from the dead. <laughs> We've resurrected them from uh, COVID-17 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so we're joined by uh, Michael Duncan. Welcome back, Mike. G'day, g'day. Thank you for the invite. It's awesome seeing the the original crew back together. It is. It is very the original, cool. The original founding origin crew. Um, and what are you drinking today, Mike? Because we have to obviously all drink something different. Of course, of course. I have gone the Cooper's Pale Ale. It is a beautiful drop. It's been in the freezer for an hour or so, so it's just at that perfect chill temperature. So very happy, very happy. You look very happy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> maybe, maybe it might be a bit different towards the end of the show. but you know, Yeah, so. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, and Marco No, welcome back, mate. Thank you. Thanks for the invite as well, guys. Really pumped to be back with everyone. It's, uh, it's good to have you, mate. And, uh, and what, are we, what are we drinking today? We got a little jam jar of oh, Jesus. martini, <laughs> um, a little sweet vermouth, nice and light because I still have a bit of work to do after this. So I don't want to be getting, I mean, a little bit of booze might help the creativity, but probably not too much. Very good. Oh, no. Very good. And I don't, I don't have a lot of desk space here. Desk space? <laughs> You don't need any desk space, mate. Um, there's, <laughs> you already take up enough room as it is. <laughs> On this mountain top. So, so welcome, Conrad. Yep, we, we, get, we got to you, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> Cheers. Kanye. Cheers. Kanye West. Kanye. Back in the West after his extraordinary travels and isolation in fancy five-star hotels. Oh, it's been fun. Yeah. So welcome back. And Cheers. you're on the Chardonnay. Feels like the Beatles here, guys. The Beatles, be. the Beatles resur Resurrection Tour. <laughs> so Jackson, or the Brady uh, Bunch. Ja Jackson Muse reckons you're looking fire there, Conrad. So I'm not really sure what that means. <laughs> but, um, just, <laughs> he's my I'll, fan base. Don't be hitting my fan base. I'll, I'll leave that for you and um, Jackson to talk to later. <laughs> he's standing right in front of me, Jackson Muse. So. <laughs> That's nice. Bring him on. 
<laughs> no, uh, well, welcome, Hado. I've uh, seen you pop to pop to the front of the screen, so good to see you've got your audio working. I mean, we're only seventeen minutes delayed because <laughs> you couldn't get your audio working. Well, you know, no, we don't. Um, <laughs> I know. You know what? What? Are you in? Um, are you in your granddad's shed, or what's going on? No, I was, I was just waiting for Conrad to talk over me because that's what the normal sort of thing happens when we're recording so i was just waiting for him oh. to to come in over the top he does and uh and jb good afternoon good evening what's up what, what mate are you dialing in from thailand or something you sound a bit like you're on a call center <laughs> oh, am I? Yeah, it's the call center out the back there and the, the other office. No, not that. Just the audio away. sounds terrible. I mean, Apple won't oh, really? like that, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> you sound like yeah. you're... Shitty, just, shitty AirPods. Yeah, well, they're not, they're not that shitty. <laughs> anyway, so lads, we have the original crew together and uh, and today we are going to attempt to discuss... Uh, we, we're pretty good at talking over each other and... <laughs> And all these things, so we'll see how it goes. But we're going to attempt to discuss uh, mindset and challenging times. So, you know, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world at the moment, and uh, this whole COVID nineteen saga, um, and then everything that's going on in people's economies and health and and, and personal worlds are uh, being turned upside down. So, we're going to attempt. Sorry, wasn't me. Who is that mystery person came was in that, there? Was that Travis? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so the world's being turned upside down now. So, hey, why don't you tell us how we should deal with that? More Carlton draws. <laughs> <laughs> Only you buy the case full, though. No, they're, well, they're putting uh, restrictions on that, which is probably a good thing because um, they're starting to, to um, yeah, uh, buy the, what's it called? Supermarkets and the bottlers out. Uh, world turning upside down. Uh, shit, how do we deal with that? Well, it's a many, uh, many uh, factor question. Um, I think uh, one thing that I would probably suggest is surround yourself in good people. Uh, definitely uh, have a proximity around you that you can uh, lean on, but um, make sure you're 1.5 metres away from them at all times. Or four metres squared if That's you're indoors. A- that's a long lean, mate, but lucky you're tall enough. Um, so what a, rather than throw you under the bus, I mean, how about, why don't you let us know what's going on in your world a little bit uh, rather than just asking you to um, drop some worldly advice. Um, worldly advice. Where are you at? How have, um, obviously you're running a couple of businesses at the moment uh, and, um, you know, you've got a young family. What's, what's going on in your world and what are you, what are you seeing happen and what are you doing to, um, I, I guess, stay stay sane and, uh, and keep moving forward in, in the world at the moment. Yeah. So, um, photo and video wise, we've been hit pretty hard. We, um, uh, do a lot of events and so a lot of advertising. And so those are the first two things that have sort of gone, uh, in the last two weeks, uh, I reckon I had maybe 35 jobs canceled, um, over the next two or three months, which is pretty big. Um, so in terms of that, however, we have pivoted a little bit because a lot of people want to get online. Um, we've managed to kind of pitch to our existing client base on, you know, um, filming 
you know, workshops and that sort of stuff and, and getting that online. So for video wise, um, so there's a bit of silver lining in that. Uh, the pewter business, the manufacturing business, that's where I clearly am today. Um, yeah, we, it just has stopped. So we normally get sort of five or six inquiries a day, fair bit of website action. Um, haven't had anything for about 10 days. Um, did a lot of forecasting in the last couple of days uh, until probably the end of May and June. Um, and, you know, tough decisions had to lay off uh, one staff member, probably full-time, and the other one's uh, unpaid leave. Um, we'll be able to carry one through, and that's uh, my manufacturing guy. Um, yeah, and obviously I won't take anything from there. Um, so, yeah, that filters on through to, you know, life and, um, you know, young family and surviving that way. Um, you just got to live below your means and that's we really stripped back. We we live pretty simply anyway, but um, even going even more simply just for that reason. But, yeah, definitely impacted uh, myself a lot in the last um, – two or three weeks, uh, business wise. Um, yeah, had a few days there that were pretty shitty, not going to lie. Um, but you know, proximity around me is pretty good and that enabled me to kind of rebound, especially get towards you guys and, and sort of think about a few ideas and sort of how I can kind of get through it and, and that sort of stuff. So that certainly helped me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just sort of day by day now. It's not, um, you know, being too rash or, um, you know, thinking, thinking the world's ended, you know, it's, it's some stuff's going on and we just gotta, we just gotta take the right precautions, but also, um, um, you know, keep, keep churning, keep trucking along. Rav, how do you find the, the kind of wave, you know, when you're doing your day-to-day stuff just now, which is obviously very different than it was a couple of weeks back, you find that sort of wave of not, not panic, but wave of sort of concern that comes over you and then sort of disappears. Are you finding that? Are you finding yourself sort of, the mind is obviously working overtime and trying to keep it sort of calm and keep it focused. But then every now and again, you just get this thing sort of moves through you and you're like, it's surreal sort of feeling. Are you, are you finding that? Yeah. So start of the week, probably Monday, Tuesday were my, oh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday were probably my biggest days that I really, um, my emotions were a roller coaster for sure. Um, and it definitely, it definitely comes like that. So do you kind of, you have those feelings and you rationalize it and then you sort of go through the next thing and then it sort of just kind of snowballs and you, you find that snowballing and it amplifies and until you sort of really break that, um, you know, thought pattern. Um, and that, that, like I said, with the proximity of, especially you guys, you know, that um, was that thing that broke that sort of snowball and, you know, and split it. But um, yeah, certainly not so much now, much more centered, much more um, understanding what I, what I want out of this as well and understanding like how you can make a, the best of a bad situation. Um, probably the thing that played on my mind was that like you, when you employ people, and I know a lot of people are in this situation is that when you employ people, you, you really take their you know, lives in account for yourself. Like you, you worry about their kids going to school and, and them having a roof over their head and um, them being able to pay their bills and that sort of stuff. And for me, like business and life and that sort of stuff, it all comes and goes, but the element of that human part, that really was the part that affected me the most. Um, that part, you know, where 
you know, you have to lay someone off and, and then the chain reaction of that, that they can't actually provide for their family. And, and, you know, that's like one of the big things for me is being able to provide for my family. Like, how is that going to affect that person? And, and yeah, and that, that really is the thing that probably hits me the most and took me the longest to understand and sort of process through for sure. Mm. Yeah. Are you doing anything differently, Trav? I mean, you just going through your normal day or is it, you know, are you doing anything to, um, to stop the, the, the emotional roller coaster? Uh, yeah. Just talking, talking to people more so communication. Um, you know, the more you bottle it up, the more it becomes, um, the more it becomes, you know, bigger than, than it, what it needs to be. Um, you know, talk to my wife, Ashby heaps, um, you know, this Sunday, Monday, I really bottled everything up. Uh, and that's why it sort of really bubbled to Tuesday. Tuesday was a pretty shitty day. Uh, but then as soon as I started communicating everything and, you know, I know I reached out to you, Conrad, you know, JB, Justin, um, he actually was reaching out to me. He kind of had a sense of what was going on. Um, and I've been talking to him a lot. Um, yeah. So it, it's funny, just that, just that communication, you just got to talk to people, the, the more you say it, the less it become. It feels like a big, a big issue. The you know the, the less, uh, the less times you know, your insides does funny things when you kind of, you know, just hold it inside. So that yeah, probably that's probably the only thing is really the communication part. I think well, I think at this stage you're about the only one of this group that's had to let staff go, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, tough work, mate. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not something, but you know what, what's the stat? Uh, I'm going to butcher the stat, but there's some crazy stat, 2.6 million people that have been let go in the last two weeks or something. Gosh, across it's, the it's, it's astronomical. I mean, they're, they're talking about, um, what near on 10% plus being unemployed. Um, so it's, some, it's, it's massive numbers, massive numbers. When you yeah. look at the productivity impact. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how I've dealt with it in the last few days. This week's been a bit of a roller coaster, and um, you live and you learn. And um, I think it's it's going to get like we live in Australia, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty amazing country, really. Um, you know, imagine going through this in in somewhere in Africa or you know, try somewhere. New try New York City, mate. You don't need to be in Africa. <laughs> yeah, New York City. There you go. Like, how tough would that be right now? Yeah. So, yeah, that piece of gratitude. I know that's very cliche. Like I'm in Thailand. Yeah, JB, JB, and <laughs> JB. Matt, you guys, you guys have um, moved offices back to home. Yeah. I was just going to ask more on like the thread with with uh, Trav is um, how much has work leading like in the good. I guess you can call it the good times. I wouldn't say it was necessarily like the good times, but you know, we're heading into what's going to be very interesting times. Um, you know, and I'm talking from my experience where, uh, going through this is, and I was even talking with this, the, with the team today of just how grateful I am of going through the non-sexy stuff over the last 12 months. How much do you think that's played a part in, in assisting, where you're at it at the moment. Cause I know you're quite methodical and have done a lot of that kind of prep work that I think a lot of people probably take for granted. Uh, yeah, it's a slap in the face really, isn't it? Like you can always be better at what you're doing. Um, you know, change probably needed to happen a little bit earlier than what we're 
what we've done here, but sort of forced my hand to change. Um, so yeah, it's it sort of, yeah, it hits your ego in that way as well. Cause you think you're sort of on the right track and you're doing the right thing. Um, but realistically you're not, um, mate, I'd say that'd be opposite. I don't know. What are you talking about? I mean, you've put a lot of good stuff in place over um, a period of time, you know, at the moment, and I'm having a lot of conversations with people they don't know where they're at. And you, yeah. you knew where you were at quick enough to be able to make fast decisions, even down to staffing. Most people don't know like which way's up. And that's, I guess, that's, yeah. that's not true, mate. That's not true yeah. at all. I guess that's where you, you, because you have to take those steps, you deem yourself a bit of a failure, don't you? Rather than, um, you know, you know, looking at it as a positive. Um, well, the choice, you know, the, the, cho- the choice is yours, Trav. I mean, I think that's, yeah. that's yeah, you don't, you don't have to take it as a failure, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I think the yeah. work that you've done on yourself, you know, self, self development over the last four five, six, however long it's been has, you know, has put you in good, in a better stead than it could have been, say, if this happened 10 years ago um, or whatever. Do you think that's, you, you're, you know, what the work you've done personally on, on your, your self-development has helped? Yeah, absolutely. It, um, it just enables you to, to catch your reactions quicker. Yeah, like, um, like I say, at breakfast on Thursday, we, you know, instead of something ha- going for two or three days, uh, sorry, something that went two or three days, you know, like where Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday kind of snowball, uh, you know, five, six years ago, that would have been three weeks. Um, you know, until I really kind of, there would have been a breaking point and then I, I re- would have reflected on it. I would have felt really shit for a while and then, you know, would have gone reset, but it, you know, doing, um, reading and, and understanding yourself better and having that awareness, you, it, um, it's given, myself the ability to catch your reactions quicker and understand why you're either feeling that way or understanding yourself in this situation. Um, yeah. So in a short answer, yeah, it's, it certainly helped because I think it's minimized the time that, um, it takes to, to sort of catch yourself in, in that sort of vortex or, you know, downward spiral. Because yeah. your, feel- your feelings aren't real, huh? Hey? Yeah, correct. It's just your perception of it. Yep. That's, and that's, that's the big thing. It's, 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 yeah, you have done the work and, and it's just drawing on the work and the tools and all that stuff that you've got just to help you orientate again. Yeah. I think, yeah. and going back to, back, back to you, Hannah, I'm like, for sure, you know, you put it in a light like that, you know, I see it as a failure, you know, at the moment until I probably truly reflect on it. It's only been one day. Um, you know, that, that, so I haven't probably reflected on it being a positive yet. Um, it's something that I really need to do. So yeah, thank you for that point too. It, it is, but you know, like, cause I mean, I haven't been through it all with you at depth. I know a little bit about it, but, um, what you've done is you've given the business and every, you know, everyone that's attached to that business, the chance to come out the other side. If you hadn't made difficult decisions, cause you knew your cash flow and numbers, you knew what was going on. There would have been no chance. I mean, a lot of people are locked in indecision which has locked them into inaction, which means they, they have zero chance. At the moment, they might be floating along, but they have zero chance of coming out the other side, where if you've given, you've given the business every opportunity and you'll continue to. That's how I see it. So yeah. you, can, you can look at it how you like. That's what I was coming from, Hato, was, um, was referring to what Adam's acknowledging you for and you took it the, the complete other way. <laughs> <laughs> you too. You know, go, go stand in the corner, mate. You know, I was referencing like 
you know, <laughs> we're grateful and the network's super important, but I was referring to, you know, having your bat budgets in place, having the, your, oh, like, yeah. your cash flow, understanding your, your numbers and being able to, as Matt's, you know, um, acknowledging for you as well, being knowing when to pull the triggers quick enough. Um, and, uh, you know, me, Personally, going through that work and the personal development work as well um, is is powerful. But like Matt said, I think, um, you know, if, if this situation happened to me at the same time last year, it would have been a mess. But, um, you know, but because, you know, I wanted to acknowledge like, you know, having those things in place because a lot of people don't. And so you don't know when to pull the trigger and to make a tough decision on save sacrificing something small for the greater good um and it's hard when you're in the vortex of what's going on like that that sunday through to monday like it's hard to to really see things um for what they they are because you're just in your you're in your shit and we know that very well yeah well i sorry for taking you off on another tangent then but uh yeah 100 percent agree with you uh the, the ability to see the data and understand uh, where we're at was um, amazing because, excuse me, because the, um, for, me, for me, the thing was the business is better to survive this and then have the ability to thrive and then give those jobs back to people or to those people or to you know, other people rather than go another six weeks um, and then get into tremendous debt and then not survive and then not have the ability to, to, um, to give those jobs back or employ people or become a better business out of it. So uh, that's like with, with all having all that information and all that sort of um, all the work done of the unsexy stuff, as you say, uh, was super important because it, it made me have the, um, like discussion with myself of going, you know what, this is going to be fucking shit, but in the long run, it's better for the business because then the business can thrive later on too, because it's better to survive than survive this then and then not. So hundred percent. I think the numbers are sexy anyway, mate. <laughs> You're a numbers man. So, um, yeah, I mean, thanks. Thanks. Hater. I mean, it's really like clearly you, your, your markets has dried up on you. There's nothing much going on, but, you know, what's, what's so obvious at the moment or what's what I'm observing at the moment in the world is there's such a, is there's so many different like positions people are in. Like a lot of people have literally have dried up with their income. Some people are as normal, um, thriving, growing, um, depending on what industries they're serving, what locations, what businesses. So I'll throw to you JB because, um, right. I mean, apart from the audio, which is going to sound awful, uh, <laughs> apart from, apart from, Hey Matt, Matt, just quickly, you, Matt, just quickly, because we got Marco that's got to go too. Can we? Yeah, just get, I know. Can it's all right, mate. To... I can, I can manage this call. I got it. <laughs> all right, it's, it's... he's got twenty-five. I, I got it. <laughs> relax, relax, Mister Eight. Now, uh, <laughs> um, JB, I just wanted to, to flip to the other side, right? So, how are you um, working on your mindset? How do you? How are you? Uh, you know, perceiving and working through a situation where the world is generally running scared in a lot of ways, yet you are effectively maintaining what you're doing and if anything, growing a little bit because I know you've closed a few deals and there's some exciting things going on. So how are you, how are you managing that, um, that uh, razor's edge or tightrope, so to speak? Um, 
Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, regardless, it's been a super interesting week. Um, even myself, as you've acknowledged, I mean, we've signed some deals this week. Um, we've pretty much hit our sales numbers uh, for, for this month, and I've got a handful of deals um, on the go waiting to, to be signed. And so I'm in a very grateful uh, position um, to, I guess, the contrast of, of what's what's going on. And the, the weird thing is... I still had my moments over the last week of uh, anxiousness and um, fear um, of what's really going to, to happen. And I mean, the deals weren't signed, so nothing's like legit until it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's signed. Um, and, you know, people were taking a while to get back to me and, and whatnot. And, and even the idea of, yeah, like um, we might need to hire still um, is actually still scary because you don't actually know what's still going to happen. I mean, I'm in the, I'm connected to the property space um, as well. And I think, you know, we don't know what the impacts of that will be uh, for probably a few months at this stage, um, but there'll be some impacts like Conrad was referring to, you know, talks of up to 10% unemployment, right? There's no doubt going to be some impacts, um, you know, but I think, you know, it does for me, it's been trying to reconnect with the team, remind them of our mission, uh, remind them of what we're trying to build, remind them of what we have built and why we built it. And if anything, um, you know, acknowledging um, the, the gratitude that we've got the work, that we've got excess work, let's not disrespect it, even if it's sexy or not. Um, and I also feel that, I guess, kind of like with Trav, is that I'm so grateful that we've done a lot of the prep work over the last uh, 12 months because I think it would be a very different story. Um, and, and I think the other thing is what's become obvious to me is you've got to make sure that you diversify um, because we've started to try and get some kind of infrastructure projects um, and government-style um, projects um, and making sure that you don't put all your eggs into to, to one basket um, and, you know, not going to all in. And I think we've talked about this before. There's no coincidences um, per se. There's definitely a coincidence um, in kind of some of the shifts that we've had over the last few months, which has allowed us to be in a position to take on those type of jobs. Um, look, I'm digressing a little bit away from your question. I guess the short answer is like, um, regardless, I've felt the ups and downs this week just due to the collective people and the media and just everything. And I think it just comes back to the same thing of what Trav's talked about network I'm so grateful for the unsexy prep work that I've done over the last 12 months um, and not sitting in the shit and acknowledging. And I think Hato did a really good point of um, don't ignore what's going on. Um, and I've been guilty over the years of ignoring my, my feelings and um, that only makes them, makes it worse and puts you in state of inaction. Um, and I've had to let go of staff before and it's not fun um it's not nice and i probably took way too long to 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 do it um but those things make you stronger they make you tougher and what resists persists so spend some time acknowledging 
what's going on, but don't get sucked into that. I think is is important as well. So um, everyone's freaking out around you. Don't don't um, get sucked in and collude on the freak out. You know, like um, you know, I've got people calling me freaking out um, about all of this, and none of it's happened yet. What they're freaking out about hasn't actually happened yet. So no need to freak out just yet. You know, control what you can control. Uh, is, that, is that Conrad that's been calling you? Yeah. <laughs> He's calling everyone, mate. He's in ISO. You know, if you're on, if you're on, you're on his phone, you've received a call. I, I call. Mate, oh, if, you're, uh, if you're in his phone, you've received, you know, there's probably 2,500 2500 to two phone call to text ratio. Oh, and uh, if you Every hour on the hour. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you doing? You're draining your iPhone battery about four times a day at the moment? Five. Five, five times a day. Five. He's draining. <laughs> it's gone up. Wait, is that real? Yeah, that's, that's for real, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> so we'll we'll come to you in a minute, Conrad. But um, we're going to flip I'm, across I'm the marker. No, you're you're good, I know. But we're going to flip across the marker. Thanks, JB. Um, where where are you at, mate? I mean, you're relatively not fresh, but um, still establishing yourself in in your current career, and you've been in a couple of different locations, and um, now you know as a videographer. I, have you found yourself in the same position as, as Trav where the, you know, some of the type of work that you would be otherwise doing is dried up and, and, or not? And, and how are you feeling about everything at the moment and, and what are you choosing to focus on? Yeah, similar to Trav, um, all of the work has either been postponed or cancelled. Um, the, the, the projects and clients that I fell into were so lower numbers, but basically I had a... a two milestones this year. One was a international cocktail competition over in Miami. And then the other one was going to be a bike ride through Italy or Spain, um, covering both of those. And they were essentially ones that were going to help me hit my targets in terms of financials this year. And they've both obviously been postponed. Um, and then all of the local stuff that I do here just keeps me ticking over and developing my skills in between. But um, so yeah, yeah, the work the work there is is gone, and I think the real realization that comes from that. And I remember thinking this um, when I when I got into it, and I remember thinking I want to be good enough that when no one wants video, um, wh- whatever that meant that people were still wanting video from me and here we are and my work's dried up. So basically I haven't hit that target yet, which makes you go, okay, how much value do you bring in um, a, a space where, where there's, so there's no demand. So I didn't differentiate enough. I didn't get good enough. So that's a big slap in the face, um, which is good. Like I take that, I take that on and I accept that and I use it to motivate me. I'm lucky. Well, I'm not lucky. I've done um, a lot of work in in positioning myself, I'd say, with my previous career. Uh, I was frugal. Um, I've always looked after my numbers. When I did hit the ground running with video, um, I made good money and I wasn't drawing down on my savings. So I'm fortunate that I've got a bank that's got at least, I'd say, you know, six months if I'm still spending 
un, unwisely and a year, year and a half of just being able to draw down on. So that, that puts me in a really fortunate situation. And so then the question is, what do I focus on? Um, I've got a lot of work that I can repackage and, and send to clients. And there's already a couple that are interested in that. So there's work that will pay. But for me, um, I'd kind of, I'd started drifting away from what my vision was, which was creating mini docs for athletes, um, and sharing their story. And, you know, I, it's something that I've just been sitting with every day is last year I went, um, I went to the Sterling Rangers, I went to the Cape to Cape, and then I went to Larry Pinta and I filmed a shitload of footage of an incredible friend of mine who went and broke a bunch of ultra marathon records, um, ran 240 Ks, broke the, you know, holds a world record for that. And I've just been sitting on that footage um, because I, you know, the reality is I was too scared to make my first documentary because it wouldn't live up to what I expected of myself. But now in this time, I'm choosing to, you know, face that each day, set targets and start working through it. And guess what? I'm having heaps of fun doing it. I'm also super frustrated at um, what previous Marco was choosing to film. <laughs> but, um, you know, this is I, your fault. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, is, it is my fault. But it's, it's awesome because for me, uh, I'm getting, I, this is an opportunity for me to focus on that. Um, and I'm working through it and I'll produce that at the end of this as well as, uh, producing work for the other clients. So, um, I choose to focus on that. And the, the one thing that I'm making sure that I'm doing daily is, uh, like has been mentioned by Trav and Justin is acknowledge how you feel and where you're at, because I have the vision, but you can't just will that vision into existence without accepting where you're at, creating that disparity between where you want to be and where you are. So every day uh, I'll pick one of one of the visions that I've got. So there's six or eight of them every day. I'll, I'll look at, okay, what's the vision? What does that look like? But then where am I at? So for example, with this mini doc, it's gold. Um, yeah. With the mini doc, it's like, okay, I have a vision to, to bring people into Shane's mind. I have a vision of um, sharing that adventure. I have a vision of inspiring other people to run, um, from watching it, but where am I at? Well, actually I'm at the bottom of, a, you know, it's like six, 700 gigs of footage. Um, I'm at a point where I still don't believe in my capabilities. I still don't think that I can't see the structure, you know, and that's all how it's all like, um, doubts in myself, but it's important to acknowledge that because when I look at those and I realize either where those feelings come from or that they're there, just like Trav said, you, you start to accept them and you start to give yourself the choice to put the power in the vision. So it's not that those feelings don't exist. They're there and you have to accept them, but it's really, it, it's amazing when, when you write that out and you look at all of your fears, you, you look at them on paper and then you look at your vision, you go, fuck, I, you know, I feel that way, but I don't believe those things. Um, and it just takes the power away and then you just get going on that. So I'm applying that to, yeah, six to eight sort of things each morning. Um, so, yeah. Isn't that, um, isn't that super interesting how the, you know, the one resource that we often all complain about, uh, as, long as, as long as we stay healthy at the moment, we've all got a bit more of it or we're going to have a bit more of it being time. Hmm. So like all those people that 
I want to do this or that or, you know, those, those things that, they, you know, time's been a big excuse um, yes. for a lot of us. Um, and it's really interesting to see that that time is allowing, you know, and obviously through shitty circumstances where you haven't got income and or lesser income and all the rest of it, but it's allowing you to work on a project. Like, and frankly, just by hearing you talk about it, I've got goosebumps from it because I know how you apply yourself and how you create content and that type of content but will be phenomenal. And it's just so interesting that you've sat on, you know, sat on that bank of, you know, footage and, and it's taken this, you know, this experience to go, you know what, I'm going to make the time to, to pull that out and, and to take some action on it. Yeah. It, I, you just, you can look at it as a blessing in disguise for sure. Um, and then I can't, I can't just be like, Oh yeah, I just decided to do it. We did a bit of work with Trav and Justin, um, uncovering or just looking at why I was deferring it. And really it just came down to me choosing to waste time. So in all honesty, um, you know, when, when we didn't have all of these restrictions in, I'd put in a coffee here, I'd put in a coffee there and, and they'd be good. They'd be good interactions with potential clients and some, prospective projects come up, but it'd really break up my day. And at the moment I'm just, I'm literally just sat at my desk working blocks and it's like, it's, it's like, it's, it's how it should be. Like, so for me, for me, it's been um, a positive experience and I have to be careful because I'm comfortable in withdrawal. That's where I hold my power. So for me, it's about making sure that I'm connecting with people. So today I was a bit resistant as you saw to join in on this call uh, but it's important for me to connect, right? So it's important for me to continue to to push myself, to put yeah. myself in spaces like this because... Just to cut you off, dude. So Marco, Marco says, yeah, awesome, I'm in. Oh, hang on, don't lock me in for that because I might, I've got to move this and do this and do that. I was like, bro, see you there. And so just fucking hell, out. mate. You've li literally got fucking two voices going on. Should have known. Should have known. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm here, all right? So <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, thanks, yeah, bro. so, no, nah, thank you. you got, hey, Marco, you got any tips for any other soul practitioners out there? Mm, that's, like, that's a very broad question. What are you going for? Oh, just saying, like, have you got anything that's, that's helping you keep folks? I know you said that you've got those little micro routines going. Um, yeah. And obviously your, your, your power, your power play is to, is to withdraw. So, you know, one, two things that you're doing to, you know, that you're doing to, um, achieve shit every day. I mean, is there anything that you, you think anybody else might get some value out of? Cause there's a lot of solopreneurs out there. Yeah. Um, um, well, in terms of little routines and stuff that I'm doing, I'm actually finding, uh, heaps of benefit from setting my ideal day the night before. So I go to, before I go to sleep, I'll set what I want to get done tomorrow. Um, and they obviously tie into the things that I want to achieve from those decisions that I've worked on, but I set an ideal day at the end and I was actually thinking about it. Um, and I said at the end of the day, and I was thinking about it on my run today, um, the difference between me setting an ideal day at the start of my day and at the end of the previous day is I feel like at the start of the day, you're, you're just essentially overly ambitious. You set all of these things that you want to do and you'll end up hitting 60 to 80% of it. Like you fine, you might hit them on a rare day, hundred percent, but 
you, you don't normally hit them off. But at the end of the day, I really look at, well, what is it that I want to do tomorrow and kind of sit in that, well, this is how tired I am from having gotten those things done today space. So that's, that's one that's really helping. But um, the other one is it, it, this, this has, I don't think this has anything to do with solopreneurs or anything. There's just for me heaps and heaps and heaps of gold coming out of always asking myself the question, what's coming up for you and, and what does it mean for you? Where's that coming from? in every, because everything is a reaction unless you're holding an end result. And I'm, and like, even I'm trying to hold end results with like my housemate in the morning when I have a conversation in the kitchen and I'll fall into my own shit. So what are you trying to achieve with everything? And, um, that's just forcing me to think about, okay, if this is an emotion that's coming up, if it's probably a reaction, where's that coming from? And then managing to bring myself um, into a space of self-reflection. Uh, so like, yeah, I, I just don't, don't feel like there's a, there's an advice for solopreneurs that can just be broadly yeah, shared like that. But that's what I've been doing lately. Hey, what I'm, what I'm observing like Marco from what you're sharing as well. And something I reflected on to kind of offer some assistance to, to Conrad's question is, um, if you sum up, if you summarize what you're saying is like focus on what you can control. Um, yeah. and in the times like this, when there's so much uncertainty of what's actually going to happen is, is turn your focus to what you can control. And all yeah. I'm hearing from you sharing now is, is essentially that, like what, what am I going to create and what am I going to, to do? And, and that, that sitting in that space, um, the night before is pretty powerful. Personally, I've been doing it in the morning I like what you're suggesting. Um, but I mean, would, how would you, um, what would you say to like, I guess kind of focusing on what, what you can control? Yeah. Um, I would, I actually had this reflection, um, a couple of days ago, I was reading a book called secrets of natural success and there was there was a there was a, a phrase in there that said something about, um, and it's, it's actually something that I disagreed with. Uh, it was <laughs> yeah, it please, was something about <laughs> it was it was something about admiring being powerful, or you know making being powerful the end objective. You know you you need to be a powerful. You know where where's the power? This and that and the other. Um, and you know, just, Justin, you were just saying, focus on what you, you can control. Um, the nuance for me that comes, that ties into this, you know, disagreeing that the focus should be to be powerful, focus on what you want to create, focus on what you want to create, not to be, cause, cause when I looked at you know, Oh, do I want to be powerful? That's an adjective. I don't want to be an adjective. I want to be, I want to be creating what I want to make and I want to be heading to where I'm, where i'm going so um that's that's beautiful man that's that's the goal that's yeah yeah so there there is a nuance in terms of um focus on what you control yeah i think focus on accepting that you can't control everything is is one big thing focus on um you know yeah of course focus on the things you can control and you know another really powerful thing that's 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 been coming into my head a lot Focus, focus on accepting that you, you, you might actually fail. That's fucked up. Like, 
um, that you might actually fail because we've been taught, we've been taught recently that our brain will process um, accepting failure and actual failure in the same way. So, you know, we're talking about looking at feelings and, and trying to accept things, spend time in, in the, the things might actually fail and then just look at that and sit in that. And I've been doing that as well. Um, so yeah, focus on what you control. I think, I think I just went on a bit of a tangent there, but these, they're, they're just bringing things up that, that like in the last say week or two weeks since, you know, this course that we all went and did, um, just been doing a bit of reflection, um, that that's just helping me, I don't know, stay, stay, stay grounded or stay, stay out of what as much as I can out of reaction. And I guarantee you I'm in my pattern right now, but I'm still holding an end result of sharing what comes to me. So. Awesome, man. Well, um, yeah, thanks for joining us again. And there's, you know, you know what, you know how this format works, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it never goes along with the format. Yeah. <laughs> Marco, Marco. Yeah, go ahead. Can I um, ask the, I don't want to be an adjective. Can we use that as an official Marco no quote? Uh, yeah. I already oh, actually, don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Let's do that. I don't want to be an adjective. Let's put that on some t-shirts and, and random Simple Minds podcast. What do you want to be? A verb, a noun? A... Um, yeah, I guess I want to be the product of my actions. And, and I think how I just came to that answer was back calculating what I, you know, what I said in the first place, which is I just want to create what I want to create. Right. So whether it's, um, working in the space in my career that I want to work in, having the relationships that I want to have, um, the lifestyle that I want to live. Um, yeah, I, it's a, that's a tough question, Don. It's a very engineering answer though. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I, mean, I didn't look at the answer. I just I said what came to me. <laughs> back, cal back calculating. Awesome, bro. Well, um, we might love you and uh, and leave you if you have to head off uh, in a, in a minute or two. So that time that was yeah. I've work. got a, I've got a couple of minutes, but we'll I'll just see how this goes and and then I'll sign off in in quietly. But thanks, I really appreciate you guys having me again. That was awesome. Thanks for joining, mate. Really appreciate Cheers. it. Yeah, good. Well, there was awesome. So do we um. We want to dig into Conrad or Duncan to do a poll. Paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> rock, uh, rock, rock, paper. I'll, I'll just, um, let's have an uncomfortable pause and see who talks first. Ooh. We're both outside. That's, that's you, Duncan. <laughs> Justin again. Um, I'm doing good. And yeah, thanks guys. It's really awesome to be back on the Simple Minds podcast with you guys. Um, been a nostalgia. Um, we've, well, I've had an interesting week. Um, it's been building up over, over a few weeks. I was meant to be in the US or just getting back from the US on the 25th, I think it is. Um, so I was I meant to be going to South by Southwest in Austin uh, between like the 13th and the 25th. And the two weeks before that, obviously things had started to, to kind of 
like the, the the media coverage, the and then obviously all the big companies pulling out of South by Southwest over mm-hmm. over the course of a week. You know, it was just building, 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 and then the Saturday before we were or I was due to fly out, they they cancelled it and. So I've been sort of watching what's been going on for probably about a month or so now, which has been really interesting. It's um, this week I've felt very alive, which is really strange. I feel very, my senses are very heightened with um, just everything, every interaction with somebody, you know, on the road at work. Um, I feel that I'm really taking, being precious with how I react to um to anybody and sort of trying to sort of not overreact. And it's, yeah, it's a really different, yeah, senses of kind of, my spider senses are definitely tingling a little bit. Um, well, it's, a really, it's an interesting thing. It's a, we've been given this massive like king of exams for human nature. It's like it's been forced upon us. And you know, what study have we been doing over the last, um, the last few years to try and prepare for something like this? Not that we were ever preparing for this, but just sort of working on ourselves to try and you know, reduce an impact, which, and it's a a weird thing because it's an impact that we don't really, we've never been in before or or, or a situation that we've never been in before. So it's sort of, it's, it's just a a really strange, strange time. Um, Work-wise, we, um, we're doing good. Um, We're all working from home as of yesterday. Um, See Marco, he's disappeared. Um, All working from home as of yesterday. The business is in a, in a good position. We had actually, it's funny, one of our big clients, um, like a monthly, monthly retainer client who is a luxury resort in, in Bintan, which is off Singapore. I mean, we've been feeling it with them for about a month now because they, they have a lot of Chinese, uh, a lot of Chinese uh, visitors and they felt it like weeks and weeks ago. So from a client perspective, they dropped off that sort of uh, about a month ago. So quite early in the, in the piece, I suppose. Um, so even from a business side of it, it's been sort of, I've, it's, it, there's been little touches of it um, on the, on the business, but you know, just super grateful that we're in a good position with the business from a finance financial point of view. And like I was saying to Trav before, I mean, if this had happened, so sort of 10 years ago or eight years ago, um, where I hadn't got my shit together with, uh, with my accounts and with finances, with the business. Um, because I was a sole trader before, but now we've got a team there. Um, we're a legit, legit company, which is, which is good. And, you know, we're feeling it, but we're staying positive. We're over-communicating with clients, you know, and I think, as you said, Trav, you know, communication in this whole time, be it with family, clients, you guys, friends, the communication is going to be the key to, to getting through this. Um, and as I said, you know, you feel it bottling up sometimes, you know, you feel that wave coming over you and you sort of maybe feel like a bit of a rabbit in the headlights. And then, you know, then that sort of clears the mist kind of clears and, and you, and you come out the other side and it's, it's a roller coaster, but it's, it's a roller coaster, you know, um, and even from a family perspective, you know, we're at home, we've got all four of us in here now. It's, uh, we've kept routine. We've tried to keep the routine as, as much as possible. I think that from a practical point of view is something we can all do, um, something we can all do that's going to really help, you know, get up at the same time, take the dog walk at the same time, get into nature. And that's what I love doing in the mornings and, and in the evening is just getting outdoors and sort of detaching yourself from, from, um, 
from media and social media news, whatever it is, it's sort of, you know, be like Conrad, be in nature all the time. <laughs> Stand, go to the top of a mountain, literally, and go and stare at some stars. It's, um, I'm the nature of I, the, the, your background is not as natural as Conrad's. Come on, come on. <laughs> but actually, literally, the four—it's the first thing, we've, the first time we've done this. Uh, the other night, all four of us—Sam, Emma, and Joanne, my wife—got into the car because um, there was no moon. Got into the car and headed up into the hills and went up to the Perth Observatory and sort of parked the car in the middle of the darkness and just got out and stared at the sky. It was just a really you know, if we can just start doing more of that sort of stuff, I think we'll, we'll all get through this. So connect to nature, try, try to keep your, um, try to keep your, your routine as much as possible, even though the routine is getting smashed about like a, something that gets smashed about. <laughs> um, mate, mate, see that door there? Well, I've just moved house. So there's um, stuff <laughs> everywhere. And that, behind that door is a mattress. <laughs> leaned up against the door because my three kids are making that much noise. It's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be the BBC, you want to be the BBC guy where the kid walks in in the background. Yeah. yeah. No, they can't get through. My routine <laughs> is off the chart. It's not even close to normal. Yeah. But, but you, not, wait, I, look, Matt, you, you moved house this week as well. Great, great, <laughs> great time to do that. I must say, I must Perfect. say. Perfect yeah. timing. <laughs> but better yeah, than, no, we're good. Time. We're good. Um, and I actually want to go back to, on a nostalgic point of view, I want to go back to an episode of the podcast where we talked about um, um, Plato's cave, where, you know, a lot of society are in that cave just looking at the shadows on the wall. And certain people educate, go out, look at the light, and sort of get ready for, get ready for seeing what's real. Um, and I think, you know, the whole of the globe has now been <laughs> forced out of, the, out of the cave by bats, funnily enough. Um, forced out of the cave and the light is blinding for some people and um, yeah, it's a, an interesting time. So I thought of, I was thinking about what we could talk about that had a bit of nostalgia today and um, uh, we can put it in the footnotes of the, uh, or the show notes about which episode you can go back and, and listen to that about. Um, but yeah, it's a bit, it's, it's a real stark reminder of, of kind of what's real and what's not. Um, so it's, yeah, try not to get stuck in your, in your shit, which we will all no doubt get into that at some stage and get out of it, hopefully. Um, but if you feel like that, talk to somebody, talk to, talk to anybody, walk down the street, say good day to somebody, you know, start, start communicating with as many people as you can. Yeah, good. That's good info. You've been uh, incredibly um, not yourself so far on this episode, Conrad. Mate, what do you what do you mean, mate? <laughs> well, you're pretty quiet. Like you're kind of operating like reasonably, and uh, <laughs> I've, I've had eleven days of practicing what <laughs> Zoom etiquette looks like, man. <laughs> knowing when to shut your mouth and knowing not when to shut your mouth. I it's, mean, it, it's tough, isn't it? No. <laughs> well, um, well, why don't we go to you then, Conrad? So thanks, Mike. I appreciate it, mate. And there's, um, mate, well done. apart from your piece of advice around the um, the routine. I will, uh, I will attempt to keep some routine, but it's uh, not working well for me. But no, look, appreciate it. There's a lot there. You know, you're right. It's, it's personal life. It's work. Um, and there's a lot of, lot of considerations. Um, and everyone's sort of set of data that's coming to them is different. And uh, I'm not too sure if we're all out of the cave or if we've all been stuffed in the cave. But <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see. So, um, Conrad, 
Yeah. How you going, mate? Fuck, mate. I mean, I reckon that that um, that cave Plato's cave analogy is phenomenal, um, particularly right now. So yeah, well done, Mikey. What do you want to know, Maddie? It's question question and answer time now with Conrad. Oh, Clayton, knock yourself out. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, man. It's like, this is almost my dream. Like, I, I had this dream a long time ago that um, I wanted to, to, to live on my own in, on, a, on an island and, uh, and not worry about four fucks fuck all. I mean... Actually, that's exactly what you were saying. Um, yeah. About 18 months ago, you were like, I just need to go to Costa Rica. Yeah. I don't want to see anyone or do yeah. anything. And you've kind of created it. You've just been at the Melbourne Hotel instead. Yeah, blame me, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, isolation's tough. Isolation is hard. Um, you know, so what, what, what's three lessons learned from isolation? Um, gratitude isn't really gratitude until you've actually got um, tons to be grateful for. Um, so, yeah, so journaling, journaling's been interesting. I mean, you, know, you can see some real surface stuff um, until you get into probably around day seven, day eight, and... I think I shared with you guys on uh, at a bricky club. It's, uh, I think it got to be emotionally fatiguing. wasn't wasn't I wasn't crying really, but you just felt you just felt the weight um, of I'd say everything that uh, you're connected to. So obviously I've got a business and I've got family and I've got friends and you know attached to basketball clubs and players and all that type of stuff. You just feel that, um, and when you're stuck inside, you you can't lead the way you're used to leading. Um, so you have got to get creative with that. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's been interesting. I asked for three. Three. Oh yeah. Sorry. Two. Um, so yeah, gratitude journaling and, and reevaluating how you connect, um, mate, stay as healthy as you can. Um, you know, that's, that's a, that's a real trap. Um, basically mentally and physically. Um, you know, I still meditate. I still pray. I still, I still give myself time, probably a bit more time than usual. Um, and that's interesting observing what goes on in the old headspace. Um, and I'd, I'd agree with, with, um, with uh, everybody that said routines. Uh, yeah, your routine will change. Uh, it, it, I mean, particularly when you're under isolation. I mean, you guys have got a bit of freedom. Um, but when you're, when you're pretty much told you can't connect with human beings, um, that will change. Um, you, know, you value things like Zoom. Uh, fuck, my, I, I think I've got RS over the thumb because of all my SMSs. Um, but you know what? It's um, you know the amount of amount of people I've connected with that I you know, probably haven't um, connected with for a while. Um, I'm also dealing with a mate's mum who passed away and a friend who's you know who's not doing overly well. So that side of of the lack of connection has been extremely challenging. Um, and I was talking to my mate's partner last night, and you know, trying to trying to emotionally um, comfort him um, at this moment is is tough. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, that that's been hard. And I, and I, I, I say I don't feel guilt, but you know those those things are hard to not not feel guilty about not being able to be there for people that you love. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Like those sort of situations, and I've I've heard of I know of a few people that have either had to attend or had you know family involved in funerals um, and even weddings. Yeah, people looking to pull them forward and. I've had a, I've fielded a couple of questions around live streaming yep. uh, because, you know, all of a sudden they're like, what can they do? Right. They've got only a couple of people can be at these major life events and yep. normally they're used to having the energy, right. Of, yep. of all these other people, whether it's a wedding or even a funeral like this, it would be, I'm sure it would be very unusual to be at a, at a funeral with only a couple of people and, um, and experience that environment. So the, 
as I said before, um, it's, everyone's experiencing a different, like a whole bunch of different facets on, on how this is affecting them, right? And, yeah. um, and you've been in isolation and you've, you've obviously communicated really hard. I mean, I, I've noticed personally that um, I feel like I've seen my team's faces more often and, and communicated with a lot more people more often face-to-face now than I would normally in my, in my day-to-day. And you've clearly accelerated that really hard whilst you had to isolate as a counterbalance. So um, did you do that deliberately or did you, did it just evolve that way? No, I mean, I was in Indonesia um, the week, the, the what, fortnight before this all escalated and like I was getting daily updates and doing as much as you can to stay abreast of everything. And then obviously the, the government flipped the switch on my journey back here. Um, and I missed it. I missed a cut off by a day. So I had to, it, I had to think on the run, um, check myself into a hotel because I wanted as good an internet as I could do. And I wanted to give my family and friends some, some space and time to help me prepare my house for the second week. So, I mean, cause obviously running in a toilet roll and shopping centers were going crazy and I didn't want to send my mum through that fiasco. Um, and so, yeah, just bought myself some time, enjoyed a couple of baths, um, you know, got up, walked to the desk, walked to the bathroom. <laughs> Literally, I don't think I would have covered a hundred meters in, in seven days. Um, but yeah, that's, that's effectively what, what I did. But yeah, I did it because again, most important thing was uh, staying connected to my team um, and being able to lead them as best I could, knowing that I was walking into an isolation situation. What about exercise? How did you handle, handle movement and, and sort of keeping the, keeping the body going over over the last the bar, week or so, the bed, mate. Yeah, run a marathon. <laughs> I, you know, I did stuff that I hate doing. Right, I, I did stretches, um, I did lunges, I did things that you can do in a real confined space. I didn't have a lot of space, um, and yeah, I mean, men- mentally was physically is one thing. Mentally is a whole other scenario, right? Um, and and I and I like to pride myself on my my, my mental state, um, but that that is a real intrigue space. And again. I hope you guys don't get to experience this, but like I said to my mum this morning, I mean, you know, people get solitary confinement for, for fucking up in jail. So, you know, you can, you can tell, I mean, not that I'm solitary confinement because obviously you've got access to technology and stuff, but I mean, uh, that, that and human cigars getting dropped off and, <laughs> of whiskey and room service and a nice, gen, nice bath. And it's a hard life, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 like all of you guys have got people around you, right? And the, and the reality is that's what, that's what human beings need. They need the connection and they need the tangible connection. Um, and we can improvise as much as we can, you know, and, and don't worry you and you, you will and you do, but you do need, you do need to value, the, the human to human connection. I think if, if you've forgotten about that over your years of, of being an ungrateful human, um, believe you me, that is the singular most important thing um, that you should reevaluate. What are you laughing for, mate? I'm laughing at Mike. It's like a Charlie Chapman meme. You know, like moving, he's moving around. The sun's in my eyes. No, uh, it was cloudy before. Now the sun's going. It's going to be a beautiful sunset, hopefully. So, um, sunburn on the on the head. Hey, hey, enough of that. Thank you. I think, I, I think it's, it's right really, for a cave, mate. I, <laughs> I think it's really important to understand that um, you know the the five of us at the and the wandering six. Um, it's great to hear that you guys are all in great spaces. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people that aren't. Um, and and your, your social media feeds and your news, your news reports will show you a lot of people that are doing it tough, um, you know, largely on an emotional basis and, and obviously losing their work on a, on, a, on a material or physical basis. And I guess 
I'd be I'd be interested to go around the room or the the screen um, and and talk about one thing that that um, you guys can can do. And I mean, Maddie, I mean you can you can obviously start because you're the host um, and you haven't had much mic time. One thing that you can do. Well, one 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 thing that for those people that are really struggling, mate. I mean, you know, there is there there is that uh, there is that component to this pandemic this crisis and and every crisis creates an opportunity right and you know the 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 pundits out there say never waste a great crisis so what have you learned what are you learning what would you like to pass on to somebody yeah look um i mean my situation's a bit more um similar to where justin's at um we've we've worked really hard and rallied as a team and spent a lot of time um talking about how we can try and thrive through this situation and what that might look like um, as opposed to just surviving if we even get to survive. Um, And we've been very lucky at this point. Uh, We've got a a relatively stable client base, um, which is relative to the size of businesses they happen to be. It's relative to the industries they happen to be in. Um, And and at this current point in time, um, businesses is reasonable. We've obviously had our hiccups from um, shifting the whole team home uh, and and making those those adjustments accordingly. But there are any there are any minor things, right? There um, and I, and I guess to your point, um, and similar to to a comment, Jason, uh, Jason, Jason Bourne, similar to a comment <laughs> <laughs> Justin made before. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever actually slipped up with that, but there you go. Real. Oh, real. I, I don't think I've ever said that, but um, similar to, to Jason over here, um, <laughs> similar to JB, which is, I think, what I was saying. Yeah, um, can, you, can you stop drinking, buddy? Yeah. Well, if you send me something um, better over, I'll, I probably will. Uh, so, but similar to JB, I've still, I've still had my, got into my shit a little bit. Uh, you know, I've, had, um, I've had a couple of patches where I've gone into the patterns and started feeling, um, you know, melancholy and other, other things. And, and I don't, you know, then felt very frustrated because what business have I got feeling like that with what's going on with a lot of people um, at the moment. But we all, we all have our own patterns and our ups and downs. And, and I've been heavily focused on leading my team and, and working with them to try and, you know, thrive through this situation for the benefit of all of, all of us, um, all our families um, and everything that, every family involved with all of our clients uh, because we have a lot of clients and they need our help as well during these times. So um, that's where my, my focus has been. And, and I've just been able to catch myself relatively quickly, but also know that it's, it's, and this might be the, this will be the devil's advocate um, side of me. It's also a house of cards. I mean, at any point in time, something else could change very quickly and my, our whole client base could be zero. But what we've chosen to focus on is what's right in front of us at the time. Um, each, each individual meeting, each individual situation. And at the moment that has served us in not procrastinating in, you know, I guess freaking out and worrying um, too much. Have we felt, um, have I felt and we felt um, fearful? Sure. Have we felt um, some of the burdens of some of our clients being, being launched upon us? Like, in them trying to offload some of their energy and, and rightfully so that's just where they're at. We have, um, but we don't, um, we're trying not to take that on board, trying to just understand and, and be present in every situation. And as far as the people that are in pain, I mean, I was, I sent a message to a friend last night who, who vented a little bit, um, online and he's, he's a pilot and has been for a long time. And 
he's managed to get himself, um, you know, into one of the major carriers only the last few years and, and he sort of finally got himself to where he wanted to be and, and within 24 hours of being in lockdown, he's also made redundant. And he's sitting there um, at a park with his son who starts um, crying again uh, because his son realises that they're probably going to have to move again, which is something they've done a lot to help, you know, his journey. And what I just thought initially was, you know, there's so many people in that position um, in, or in similar positions now where they've just everything they've worked for is, is currently zero. It doesn't mean it will stay there, but at the moment, you know, that it appears that as I hope could be lost for a lot of people. So um, it's not lost, but I, I can, I can empathize that that's, that's what they would be feeling. And again, I just think it comes back to the same point, just controlling what you can control. If that means that you've now got some time at home with the kids, do your best job at being present with them and, and enjoying that time. Um, what I wanted to, to write to him, which is probably one of my next messages to him is you just, just, just sit on it and the next opportunity will present itself because, you know, he's a, he's a great caliber person and whether that opportunity presents in aviation or somewhere else that will, that will present, um, it'll, it will pass. So I'm obviously not there right now. I could be there tomorrow. Um, and, but all we, all we can, all each of us can do is look after those around us and, and, uh, and do the best we can every day. Cool. Trevor, you got, uh, you got one piece of advice? Yeah. Um, my piece of advice, like a bit of context behind it, I guess. I think um, the biggest issue is society moving forward in the next three to six months will be mental health. Um, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but... Yeah, my feeling is that, um, you know, suicide rates will go up and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, my piece of advice would be um, to to acknowledge that um, every problem that you think you have is really only your, your perception of it and how big it is. Um, it's you that internalizes it and that, um, that makes it bigger than Ben-Hur. Um, at the end of the day, like if you strip it back and you go, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? You know, I lose my car. All right. Well, what's the worst thing that I have to do? Well, I have to ride a push bike to work. All right. What's the worst thing? And, you know, strip it back to actually what's the worst thing. Um, you know, it may not seem that big. Um, it may do. Um, but yeah, it's whatever, you know, problems you think you have, it's, that's really your own perception of it. Um, you know, it's no one else's perception. It's, it's purely yours. So, and you're the one that control can control, um, how you, you think about something like that and how you feel about it. So, um, you know, in terms of a practical, um, you know, element to doing that, it's, it's just, uh, it's just trying to catch yourself, um, you know, making things bigger than they really need to be. What? Um, what would be one bit of advice? Um, I think, you know, just, just try and go the next level with connection. Um, which is what Travis said right at the beginning, you know, communicate, uh, hug a little bit tighter and, you know, just obviously with people just in your house, not with random people on the streets, we want to still keep that distance, but, um, you know, yeah, just connect, that's it. That's as, as simple as I want to keep that one, I think. J-Bo? 
Um, yeah, I think quite a few things that have already been said is really um, powerful. I mean, going through this crisis, as some will define it as, um, has really allowed me to acknowledge what I've taken for granted a lot. Um, and I think, you know, every, everything that everyone said, routine and connection is, is super important. Um, but I think a little bit of like what Hato was saying around, um, you know, what you think is going on is not really what's going on. And um, <laughs> the, the power of mental... That's a whole other episode, man. That's a whole conspiracy theory. Yeah. Episode. And I think... It's next week. <laughs> I really would love people to try to sit with that a little bit in that um, because I, I do agree as well, mental health is probably one of the biggest challenges that will come out of, out of this. And, and I'd, you know, it's okay to feel and acknowledge what is coming up don't try to go through everything with a false sense of positivity um, or a false sense of negativity um, as well, because I think, res yeah, resisting everything and being ignorant will not serve you. And you then need to compound that with just focusing on the if you, if you don't know what your long-term vision is, which is a lot of people and a lot of us, is just focus on the first step and then the next step and then the next step. So, so take the moment to acknowledge the worst-case scenario, kind of really just honing in on what Hato's already said, acknowledging the worst-case scenario and then turn and go, what we talked about with Marco, what can I create today? And whether that creation is one micro-step or it's making one phone call or... Um, reaching out to one person, that's all that matters. And just take one step. Um, and before you know it, um, you know, you might end up where you'd like to be, or at least you'll end up where you don't want to be. Um, but what's, I think what's really happening is not happening. Um, and it's much easier said than done. So surround yourself with good people that will enable you to see things a bit clearer um but make sure you're very selective of who you're surrounding yourself with because if it's with your uh you know family who are watching tv 24 7 in a current affair and bombarding you with oh my god did you see this and this is happening and rah 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 that's not going to serve you um you know so uh, yeah i mean that might be a bit of too much, but uh, I hope that offers up some 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 good information. And um, you know, Duncan, you, you nailed it. Connecting has been really amazing um, for me. Of like, I've actually probably connected more with people over the last week through <laughs> than what I have had in uh, real life. And that's sad, man. That's so sad. But I will acknowledge the reality, and it's just some. I'm just gives me lots of gratitude. So. The um, I'll expand on because you took mine. Um, I was going to come back to. It's a great time to <laughs> to establish to reestablish or reestablish or reexamine. You know what what you what you believe your your goal or vision is and what you want to try and achieve. I mean, because for, for some people it might get really really messed up. 
Um, and so use, use the opportunity, the time, the space um, to delve deeper into that stuff, mate. So I agree uh, on that one. I'll come back with another one and that is um, become better leaders. Um, you know, the globe hasn't had um, a, a cataclysmic event like this probably since uh, World War Three. You could probably argue the GFC, but I wouldn't. Um, when was World which, War Three? Which war are you talking about? <laughs> World War Two. World War Two. Is, is that another premonition, Conrad? <laughs> well, uh, uh, we can talk about my premonitions, but um, I'll, I'll go back to World War Two. But they do say, um, and and you can go back to the American battles and stuff, right? I mean, leaders are crafted at times of crisis, um, and and we have all, and I'm and and I'm certain people that listen or are listening. Uh, would agree that leadership on the planet uh, has been challenged for the for for whether it's been existing or not, um, and I think through times like this, leadership grows and, and can be cultivated in our youth, uh, in our you know in our peers, and obviously in uh, in ourselves. And I think everyone, every single person, has got an obligation to lead themselves, um, let alone the ability to influence and impact and lead people around them. Um, and I think um, if people are up to the challenge, then becoming better leaders through this time, um, which includes connecting, which includes obviously communication, which includes getting shit done, um, holding yourself and holding your structure. Because what do we know about structure? Structure neutralizes chaos. Um, you know, the more stuff we do like that and, and acknowledge that that's what we're doing, then the end result will be, you know, a masterpiece and that is creating better leaders. And I think I can't help but think that this opportunity um, exists for the world um, on that level. That's great, man. Well, um, I think we'll wrap it up for today, but it looks like we might be doing a few of these. Uh, yeah. So might have to send some microphones to everyone's house and, uh, and, and play the game. But uh, yeah, look, I thank you for taking over the, um, the back, back half of that hosting, um, Conrad. You told me to. And I also um, would, would like to just get a photo of all the little um, plastic army men you've got all over your kitchen table, which clearly you're currently <laughs> running World War Three in isolation. So if you can send through the... Uh... That's a whole other episode, mate, because I, <laughs> I think there's something else going on too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk conspiracy theories later. But um, Jets, um, it's been a lot of fun and uh, hopefully it looks like we've had a couple of people reach us... Um, reach out to us on, on Facebook as well. And if we're going to record this way, we may as well chuck, chuck a few live. So um, yeah, hope everyone's not? enjoyed it and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And thank you for uh, a reappearance, Mr. Duncan. No, thank you very much for thinking of me. Uh, definitely. You. Definitely. You were my first thought when I saw COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's get that piss back on. <laughs> Let, uh, I'll take a little while to sort of digest that one, I think. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, good. No, thanks, thanks for joining us and Jets, thanks very much and bye for everyone and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll catch you uh, next week. See you later. Thanks everyone for joining. See ya. See ya. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Simple Minds Podcast. If you like our show and want to know more, then check out our website at simplemindspodcast.com. If you like, you can even leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a friend. 
The Simple Minds Podcast is also on Facebook, Insta, and for those that like to keep things formal, LinkedIn. So follow us there if you want to keep up with the latest updates from the show. See you next week.